0: Hi John. <laughs> How's it going? Hello. Hello, how are you? Okay. Yeah, the tone keeps changing, but I like it. Mm, yes, if we do yes. this the right way, it will not be offensive in a way that uh, how you say specific group no like. No, it can be anybody. Mm, it's a good deal for you, phone charger. ha, ha, ha. Ah. Happy uh, belated Father's Day, John. Oh, thank you, Ma- Many Berlin. blessings of the day to all who celebrate. Yes. I'm thinking about becoming a guy who says shit like that.
1: Yeah, that's nice. Be- many
0: blessings for all who celebrate. And even though I'm not a Jewish person, uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to start saying Mazel a lot online. Oh, Mazel online. Mazel online. <laughs> uh, mazel online. Check out my new site.
1: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I mean... Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not online, so I don't know how you people oh, no, do. You're, you're not you okay. You guys, listen, I got a lot to talk, talk about.
0: Are you not sneaking at all. You don't sneak. No. Do you, no, did no, you no. actually delete stuff? Um, no. Like apps.
1: I mean, nope, nope, nope. nope. I mean, it's nope. all there. Oh, it's a cigarette
0: on a doorway. La la la.
1: I haven't heard. Um, I haven't. Uh, so I've got a little thing on my phone. You know, you know how you put your apps mm-hmm. into a little folder. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, mm-hmm. I put a little folder that was <sighs> called. Um, uh, pain. something like, uh, like pain corridor, so, no, so social dump, I think Oop. is what I called it. Social dump. Oof. And, uh, and that's what I, so I dumped all my social is dumped and that's where that is. But I have not. It was this, I, I'm
0: sorry. Was this part of your omnibus project? Uh, to, to, uh, when you know, you I'm going to call it John's January project.
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was John's January project and, and. There is nothing to be gained Mm -hmm. by me going on the internet, Oh, particularly social media. That really constitutes what your job is at this point, mostly. I mean, there's just nothing there that is going to make me feel better Mm -hmm. than not. Oh, sing it, sister. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, like the other day, what was I doing? Oh, so I'm trying to do – I'm trying to get this – I'm trying to get this apartment for my mom. An apartment for your mom? Yeah, my mom uh my mom has been living on Capitol Hill this whole time. And uh we've all moved to the suburbs and she's just not she's just not conveniently located. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's, she's still
0: very, very independent, but but the family and her participation in it I have to guess is a big part of all of your lives.
1: Yeah, that's right. And you know what happens is we get um we get around An hour before dusk, which right now, because we live in the north, is uh, like 9.45 or something. But in the winter, it's Mm 4. And he gets around dusk and she's like, well, I'd better get home. I don't like driving after dark. Sure. And so there's no chance of having dinner together. There's no chance of any kind of yeah
0: it's just far enough isn't that a funny thing in life it, yeah. it, th- there's a weird and you're probably not like this you're wired so differently but i do feel like I, I do have this uh larger theory about how this the amount of resistance it takes to unconsciously stop doing something is really easy and there are these weird lines you don't realize until you've crossed them where it's like oh like for me an obvious one like oh want to come to a party in oakland on tuesday night and it's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, so many no's where it's there but like even during lockdown, I got some thoughts about this. There's yeah. certain kinds of things that became so easy and so difficult. You have to really like pause and go like, is this just enough resistance to screw up our deal and we're not gonna realize it until it's already become fraught? It would be nice for her to have an apartment nearer to you. She yeah. could dine with the family and then uh and then in her mind you say like okay, I'm okay driving this amount.
1: You know, uh we um During the time that I lived at the farm, which was 11 years or whatever, we started to orient ourselves toward the south end of Seattle, which is um, typically not where we were oriented. When I bought the farm, I was driving around neighborhoods that I'd never been to. And I didn't think there were neighborhoods in Seattle I'd never been to. But I didn't know where I was. I was like, how did I even get – I know where that is. I know where that is. But When I looked
0: at at the house I've been in for 20 years, my friend Michael, who I think you've met, my my dear pal, said – and he didn't usually say stuff like this, but he said – and he, he became, like, my guide to getting situated in San Francisco. And he was like, no, nah, it's, too, it's too far away. I was like, what do you mean? He says, it's not near the beer. Like, you're you're too oh. far away. It's exactly the kind of thing that, that your mom and you are kind of going through where it's like, yeah, it's all in the same town. But there's a big difference between I can, like, walk to this Walgreens versus I can take a bus to that Walgreens. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. – and I wasn't near the beer. And it worked out okay, because at that point I was less beer inclined. But I, I do think I think that's, that's a big deal. And, and does she want to have a place situated in such a way? Well, this is the weird thing. She's very independent, John.
1: Yeah, for many years, she was the one that was directing the energy toward the great town of Burien, Washington. And Burien, Washington is not what you would have ever called a great town. Burien, mm. Washington is a town... That's just one of these towns that had a, that had a hardware store and a drugstore and a little store that sold model trains mm-hmm. and uh, uh, an inaccessible library and a couple of an
0: inaccessible library. <laughs> yeah and, you know and, and like, was it like and a, a f- skills challenge for
1: somebody in like, an assistive device? <laughs> right.
0: And, and then there was an <laughs> that would Italian- be a terrible reality show. <laughs> no, that be- Tonight on inaccessible Library. <laughs> well, well, you know, man, this all books the libraries over two by two days. Down. I really don't know how to get it in the
1: slot. <laughs> The libraries out here have all been torn the inaccessible ones have either all been torn down and replaced with very accessible libraries. All the comically accessible. accessible. <laughs> or the ones that are like Carnegie libraries, which we have several of, are now these like legacy libraries where mm. where you kind of tiptoe around them. Yeah. And then you go to the accessible library.
0: Oh, I get it. They're sort of grandfathered in. Yeah.
1: yeah like yeah, yeah. You, with the historical
0: place, you're like, you're not going to change like uh, the New York Public Library with the Lions. You're not going to turn the steps between the Lions into into like a, 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 a super long ramp.
1: No, it's going to be something else. And uh, and there's at least one of the Carnegie libraries has been <laughs> turned into a brew pub, as you can imagine. Oh, that's nice. It's the future for all libraries. Well...
0: But You got um, to earn – they had to put in a really, really janky aftermarket uh, elevator. I say elevator. A lift, if you like, at our KFC, you know, KFC near our house with, with all the pigeons. And and they have an outside, they had to install an outside lift. They, and then this. I'm glad that, you know, they made it accessible, but it was made in such a way that there's no way somebody's getting up these, these little, even like, you know, 8, 9, 10 steps to get inside. So they had to put this really weird, it looks almost like a vertical dishwasher. It just puts like, <laughs> you up a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. There's a secret uh-huh. creaky door they let you in with. And you're like, hey, finally, KFC access, which is important because accessibility helps everybody. Well, Carne- that was – Carnegie. Uh, is Carnegie based there? Is this the steel no. guy?
1: Yeah. He just – he went around – I mean this is something I should probably do an omnibus on. But but he uh, he funded the construction of libraries across the United States as oh, part cool. of his uh, his belief, which lasted 100 years. It's a, it was a belief in America that lasted 120 years. I thought Scottish people – maybe because he's an immigrant. I thought th- th- Scottish people didn't like books uh well they believed that they could make a better world by educating people thank you now we we no longer believe that no. because we've seen over and over that it doesn't work no. but um but anyway my mom yeah so Burien is one of these towns that's got a a family run italian restaurant that has like not super good food but everybody still goes there because it's every like town every town has cheese. three And then this one, Burian, right? You're 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 already ahead of me. There's a competing one that everybody that the old people are like, oh, that one's Tallahassee. All the the kids would come home
0: because they wanted to. Obviously, they didn't want to go to FSU. They go, they go, let's say they go to Gainesville, (laughs) and then when they come home, they're always like, oh, let's go to like you know Papa Douche or whatever. And it's this one place that makes that like amusement park pizza. It's basically just like that's made of sauce on matzah or whatnot. Or like in our neighborhood, we've got these crazy overpriced. Italian restaurants that suck, but it's where everybody goes. And you're saying in Burien, that's a destination for for
1: third tier competing restaurants. Yeah, there's two. And in Anchorage, there was, you know, I was a Sorrentos guy, and then oh. there were families that were Romano's people. Okay. And i I only ate at Romano's a couple of times in my whole life because I felt like I was cheating on my girlfriend. I was a Sorrento. I we ate at Sorrentos. Mm-hmm. That's and when true. I go, that is very real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I go back to to Alaska now. We always go to Sorrentos at least once. I I don't even know if Romano's is still there. And you know what? If they tore down Romano's to build a space station or something, I wouldn't even I wouldn't cross single I wouldn't shed a single tear. Yeah, over huh. Romano's, but okay. Sorrentos. If Sorrentos ever closed, I mean, yeah, 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 do, yeah, yeah. It's like somebody takes
0: a chapter, out, uh, the early chapter out of out of an important book in your life. You know what I mean? Well, like you feel a feeling moored. When I go on, I do Google Street View to go. I had to fact check a joke. And I was looking at uh, Google Street View of the place where my, the department store that my dad worked for, the McDonald's that was my McDonald's, this, yeah. this sort of like proto strip mall where my mom's real estate place was, all on this like quarter of a mile area on uh, North Bend Road. And like I look at it now and I'm like, oh, shit. It's like when you just find out that somebody you went to high school with is in their 50s and you're like, yeah. how's that person in their 50s? You're like, well, you've always <sighs> been the same age. But like now you go there and you're like, oh, it's just as fucked up and stupid looking. It doesn't look like the quaint, remember the brown paneled McDonald's? Remember the classics oh, sure. where you go in sure, with sure. your report card? That kind sure. of thing. I was there when they debuted the Egg McMuffin. And now it's oh, just dear. all, it's all, it's, all, it's all like check cashing places and shit. It breaks I've my been heart. Been-
1: I remember my first Chicken McNuggets. We went in and it was like, what the, What are these incredible things? What is this? It's oh like my a God. little How did they do it? Little D- puck. John,
0: I'm sorry. I need to write this down. Please tell me again. What, what are the names? I, w- I want to make sure I, I get this right for canon, as my daughter yeah. says. The the restaurants, is is not in uh, but we're talking uh, about uh, and Romano. In, in
1: Anchorage, Sorrento, oh, Anchorage, Sorrento's okay. and okay, Romano's. Did I ever tell you this? the Sorrento's story? I was like, <clears throat> I was in fifth grade. This is back when my dad would sometimes say, like, um. <laughs> I've got a thing. He's back. You know, you'll know, you be fine. Uh, I'll be home at some point. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And what? I would go, oh, okay, all right. Huh. He would say, you know, I'll be home. Uh. I guess I'll have a, a couple of guys. <laughs> and so it was a summer. It was summer. And, you know, this was at a time, of course, when nobody gave kids to, anything to do in the summer. Uh, but so you, and just, you weren't allowed to watch TV. It was brutal. So, but you know, I was out collecting polywogs and, and, okay. uh, I don't know, shooting off bottle rockets, whatever kids do in the summer yeah. in my cutoff shorts. And I knew that dad wasn't going to come home because he had a thing. There were some guys. Uh. He might have gotten in an airplane and gone somewhere. I don't it's a you know. It's good check in with the mechanic. And so I was, at a certain point, it was like, oh, it's, I'm going to need dinner. And you know what I really want? I want a pizza. I want. I want pizza. How old are you at this point? I'm fifth grade, sixth grade. Oh something. my goodness! Uh, what and time. I'm like, I want a pizza, and so I went up, you know, I went to my room or whatever, and I I turned over my piggy bank, mm-hmm. and I had this big pile of dollar bills and change and so forth, and I and I put it all into a leather poke or whatever mm-hmm. kids do when they, mm-hmm. with their money. Yep. And I walked up to the corner and and you know and I, this was like not the corner i had gone i had to go up on fireweed lane and walk down fireweed a ways over Mm -hmm. you know and sorrento's was right across from the fireweed theater you know i was in the town now i was in the city carrying my of gold (laughs) and i went into sorrento's and it was the you know it was the sun was still in the sky which it's alaska in the summer so it could have been any time between 7 p.m and and 2 a.m okay but i walk in and there's like a a bar there inside the door. This is when this is before Sorrento's expanded when it was just a one, a, a one storefront, well, width place. Mm-hmm. And sitting at the bar, there's like five mustache Pete's. Okay, five guys with big mustaches sitting there. Probably probably and, guys with real uh, like calloused hands. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, like it, like 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 your classic, you know, hey, kind of Italian guys. Oh, mustache Peter! I get it. Yeah, like, uh, like okay. you know, like real, real looking—the yep, yep, yep. kind of, the kind of Italian guy that uh, if you if you put him on a poster, uh, the poster would be from the fifties. Oh, right? like got kind it. of a
0: Sacco and Vanzetti vibe. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, and so I walk in, and that, and there's a there's a woman at the cash register, and I say, "How much is a small pepperoni pizza?" <laughs> and she says, 5 dollars, or whatever it was." Mm-hmm. This is 1978. Sure. And um, and I turn over my little poke of gold and I shake it out and I'm sitting there counting out my quarters. And I don't remember what I had, $4.50. Oh, God.
0: Nothing sadder than watching somebody count coins in public. And I'm just,
1: you know, I'm a 10-year-old, right? I, and I'm well, counting, still, man, it's, <laughs> ding, yeah. Ding, ding. And I'm like, oh. And I'm sitting there like, 50 cents is no small amount of money. mm and I am short and I had gone, you know, this is like, I'm about to put down five American dollars on this pizza, but I'm feeling very independent right now. This is the kind of, this is maybe the first meal I went and tried to buy myself in a oh, restaurant.
0: Man, that's so
1: cool. And I'm standing there and I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting on a sad face or anything. I'm mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm trying to think like, could, could, is there a lawn I could mow? Like I've, I've read in books that you could offer to wash the dishes but I'm not sure I'm ready to, to like go all the way in, and the, the woman's kind of look, looking at me and and a guy down at the end of the bar, black hair slicked back, big black mustache, but he's like he's like the big one. He's young and strong, like he's not one of the 60 year- olds. He's like a 35 year- old. Mm-hmm. He stands up and he goes, "How much is a kid a short?" <laughs> And the lady says, <laughs> Chef Boyardee, can I refresh drink? <laughs> the lady says, 50 cents. <laughs> and he says, Hey, it's on, it's on me. Hey, hey get, get that's no a good box. <laughs> get him the pizza pie, and, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he comes over, start and he starts rocking the tarantellas. He puts his hand in my hair and he shakes. He like roughs up my hair and he's I like, I love ah, Mustache yeah, Peter. What a, a guy! Good, yeah. Hey, you're a good hey, kid. Hey, bambino, you have a pizza, huh? Huh? Look at you.
0: <laughs> you know what? I make it myself.
1: <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> Just throwing the dough in the air. And all the guys, you know, all the guys sitting at the bar like, ah ha, yeah, uh-huh. look at it again. The <laughs> <thing> i
0: What did you I got
1: and I am so thrilled! What I'm, a nice like, moment. That's a great I'm just, moment. I'm flying, you know, because these are like God. These are ethnic guys, you know. Well, They're yeah. Like, these yeah. guys are from like the world. They're really from the world. Hard Scrabble, yeah. And this guy's this may this might be Mr. Sorrento, or no maybe more. it's Mr. Sorrento's son. I don't uh, know.
0: Ah, Senor Sorrento, he's my
1: father. <laughs> but he they make me this pizza, uh-huh. and they put a small pepperoni in a box, and they send me out the door. And I walk home and and eat that pizza like in triumph and I have ne- I've never intentionally ordered a pizza from any other restaurant in Anchorage but Sorrento's from that day in I you imprinted on it uh, it was where we went for my birthday it was where we <sighs> no went when kidding. I came home from college yeah it was the it was where we it was what if I was a good boy I would get a you know we we would order Sorrentos. It was like the, it was the reward. It was the prize.
0: Well, it's one of those things where, like, I I, I don't know. This, this gives me a warm feeling. These kinds of things, and I I treasure just the dumb bullshit in life so much. It's just the best. It's one of those things where, like, when you if you said to somebody, hey, should we should we uh, have pizza party? Should we get some pizza? Nobody has to like go. Well, which of these. 11 pizza places should we go to or like when you need a pair of nice shoes you always go to the same place i realize this is real normie but i think that stuff is nice i think it's important for for families and and people to have that it's just there's something i mean it doesn't have to be about commerce you know what i mean it could be just a certain park or or whatever or a certain like all those traditions you have in your family things you say things you do i love that stuff so much yeah i do. so this is sorrento's
1: Sorrento's, Sorrento's. Okay. Pizzeria. Are they still around? But, Do you know. Oh yeah, I was there. I was there when we went. When we went back, uh, when we were in Alaska in January. Well, well there's still, well, well, still Mustache Peter's there, or has that changed? It's the it's the same. They they expanded at some point in the early. Oh, sorry, 80s, you said as
0: much. They went two store. Uh,
1: they went. They went okay. two widths. Two widths, and okay. they did double, the thing where wide. they, you know, they painted like a like a Trump. Uh kind of on the wall with like hanging grapes and some scenes from of uh, Vesuvius and little Pompeii. I love
0: that. Oh La Rosa's on Cheviot Road. They used to have a really nice they had big um, big oil over the jukebox with the John Travolta songs. They had mm-hmm. uh they had a big two big portraits of like gladiator guys painted. Yes, gladiators. I love those
1: booths. You got to do two, three slides to get all the way in. Love well, this that. was this was the big booths, and I don't think they have Chianti bottles with with the oh with the wax on them with wax on them because I think they 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 went a little bit classier than that. Looks to me they, like Sorrento's. Maybe they've got I want to say it like, looks
0: like escargot. They got different pizza pizzas, and they've got looks like they got they got plates or secondi or whatever. Like you can oh, see, get, see. like see. you know what I mean. Like you, I don't know how yeah. to say it. You know.
1: Oh boy, well, I, so I know one listener.
0: I know one listener. just going to be
1: loving this. The thing about Sorrento's is this is where mm-hmm. I, I this is not where pizza for the table as a mm. as an actual like power move originated as a gastronic technology. But this is where this is where we my family developed the everybody wants pizza, so we get a pizza and then you order your entree.
0: Okay. It's, I see. I understand. This is you know, the John the Baptist to your Jesus. This right. is that a sort of like, well, who's this for? And it was before the age of like getting out, anything else be bad and get fries, kind of like for the table. I see what you're saying. It's it's not yes. exactly an appetizer. It's a first course for for the it's table. It's a thing. For We're all going to
1: have a slice of pizza. And yes. the thing is, no one ever in our in, a, in history, no one ever threw leftover pizza away. Oh, they say they won't have a piece. You they'll put, have a slice. You, Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, they'll have a slice and then you they'll put the rest a in slice. a box. You're yes. not gonna it's not gonna go to waste. No. Like who but pizza for the table, of course, is a later technology where you walk into a restaurant and you just take the, oh, you John. take the person at the front aside and you say, "Let's just get a pepperoni." John,
0: going, I don't right? even know where to begin We're in just, terms of the thought technology you've introduced to well, initially our audience, but really that have it made its way into the world. And I I get notes, I probably get fifty notes a day from people telling me how it changed their game. To, to order, walk in, first thing you, before you even sit down, you order pizza for the table. Get a guys, pepperoni
1: pizza for the table. Let's, let's get a pepperoni for the table. All right, can we get that going? While everybody else is like trying to figure out how to get their coats off, yes. you're all, you've already got a pizza going. You're already winning dinner. But the, but the thing about Burian is it's got these two, these two competing Italian restaurants, and honestly, neither of them are good. Mm. Now, I don't know, at, at Sorrento's, I would get, you know, because my, my dad was always a half and half guy. He would say, you know, I'll get a half and half. Oh, that's a, a lawyer. Am I right? It's a lawyer. And, and, and in instead these of arguing th- about
0: cheese, instead of ordering three pizzas, instead of like, and, and then, but wait a minute. God damn it. Fuck me, John. Your dad later in life, wasn't he a mediator?
1: Uh, he was, yes. Wasn't what? one of his
0: jobs to take two people who couldn't work it out on their own and figure out what to do?
1: He did that through his whole career. But He's you the know, real you, Solomon. Here. Do you know what a half and half is? Do you know what a half and half is And one of these? I, that it's,
0: I assume it's the kind of thing where they charge the kind you know what they give you the scrooge because they charge you extra. But like say you got a kid, and the mm. kid legit really does just want cheese, and then mm. somebody else wants uh, you know, anchovies and jalapenos. I thought that's oh, no, what no, you no.
1: meant. No, no, no. This isn't about pizza. My dad never had a slice of pizza in his life. Pizza? Pizza is for pizza for the I don't know yeah. who pizza. Oh, no, I know for. the the, the guys who the guys with the
0: mustaches who installed the yeah. marble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizzas, I get yeah,
1: pizza for some well, pizza is some kind of food that that they uh, that they he's brought over. He's happy to represent
0: boat. the people who eat pizza, yeah. but he's not going to become one
1: of them. No, half and half. All you say is half and half, and huh. what the waitress brings you is half ravioli, half spaghetti and meat sauce. Oh my god. And is that on the menu or is that considered off menu? This is just what you say in an old style Italian restaurant. I call called a mezzo-mezzo. Mezzo. Can I get a, can I get a half and half? And the woman like licks the end of her pencil and she writes it down on a on a pad. And then you get half ravioli, half spaghetti. So that's that pretty was, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's half ravioli, good. half spaghetti, half and, 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 half. Then a, and then and then and then a quarter of a head of lettuce with with blue cheese dressing and bacon on it. Oh, and then, and then you and then you—it's know, an iceberg wedge. It's a classic. And you, grow, you grow to be six foot four. Yep. That's what. Yep. That's how I am. Who I am. Is that, is that right? Because the halves, the halves, and, and the halves. Huh. Yeah. All right. But the the two places down here, one of them is like the steak place. That you can never get a. You, you walk in and it's like. They say, Oh, it's a forty five minute wait. They always seat you within three minutes of yeah. saying it's a forty five minute wait.
0: Yeah, I don't love that. But it's
1: always a forty five minute wait. It's just that you just stand there and then you're then they're like, Here, I got a table for you over here. Hmm. And then there's the other place that um, where they put the pizza on like a little oh, like like a, on
0: a on a stand.
1: On a stand, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mom was the one that was pioneering, even thinking about Burien as a place. I didn't care about Burien. There was a Fred Meyer, which was nice. There was a, there's a value village in, in, in Burien. Mm. I would come down here for those things, but Burien, why mm. would I get off first Avenue? Why even turn off first? Why Avenue? Turn, it's, not headed, on your, it's
0: not on your readers. It's
1: not, it's not a place that comes up. No, I I was on Ambom one time, and I was like, hmm. Ambom? What hmm. even is that? Well, Ambom is some other. It's was a whole a boulevard other.
0: Boulevard or a you know, yeah, it's a boulevard. You okay. don't want to get into that. I'm not going to get into that.
1: But so, mom then sells her house on Capitol Hill and buys a buys a condo two blocks away from and, the and old house. From the old house, That's and I'm a great like, mom, you, I love that name. You were talking about well, it's nice, sure, but I was like, you were talking about Burian this whole time. We're all looking at Burian now. Yeah, we're thinking what happened to Burian? About Burian. And so we all moved down here. Yeah. And now she's, she's up on Capitol Hill, which is a, uh, now it's a nuclear-free zone or whatever it is. Capitol Hill has become, um, like the center of every major American city, uh, like a, um, a republic unto itself. And oh, she's, right. You, know, you had
0: like a cup food situation there, right?
1: Well, and she's well, walking like where through the like, like, on her is, way to the grocery, okay. yeah, pushing her little, pushing her little basket, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. go on the way to the grocery to get some ar- arugula, and it's like, you mm. know, st- they they let her pass through the barricades or whatever. And so the other day, she calls and she says, "I've got this apartment in Burien that I found, and I really want it." And I talked to Dan about this. Um, the banks won't give a 30 year mortgage to an 87 year old they won't even give they won't give any kind of mortgage that seems pretty pessimistic
0: cuz it's a new kind of red
1: line, really well that's exactly so so i so what ended up happening was i needed to be the person that was uh, on you're the, the loan. you're
0: the you're the front as they say
1: that's right i'm the only one that has like a that has um like a, a foot in life a <laughs> foot in, you know, I've yeah, got yeah. one
0: foot in the world. Like from an so, actuarial standpoint, I'm not an actuary myself. I, I, I don't read the trades. But from yeah. an actuarial standpoint, pound for pound, dollar for dollar,
1: minute for minute, you've got more of a foot in life. I've got a little bit more of a foot in life. That's mm-hmm. right. And, you know, and so anyway, hmm. yeah. mom's got this apartment and now I'm in a real estate transaction and the banks, <clears throat> you know, they don't like me. Either. Oh, God, no. I don't because even bother. Why bother? They look, they look at me and they go, mm-hmm. you what now? I mean, that's literally the that's the legal term. You what now? You what now? Mm-hmm. You what now? Uh, because they're like, demonstrate your income. And I'm like, wow. Well,
0: like, really you mo- you're going to come into my bank and you're going to expect me to participate in some kind of dignified pantomime
1: about your credit? Do you understand <laughs> my credit's I work great. at a bank? My credit's great. Good but for you, man. Yeah, thanks. I wish. But it's Oof. not a... Um, <laughs> but it's a thing where when when they say demonstrate your income and i say it's really oh. more of a story it's like a story form how mm-hmm. long do you have and they're yeah. like no that's not how it works it's, it has to be on paper
0: you don't want do to do the blue book it. test you want somebody to hand you a sketchbook
1: yeah i mean i want to just be able to like you mm-hmm. know like, like sing a little bit dance a little bit mm-hmm. like hey what first of all let me explain what let me. Uh, w- there needs to be a glossary because I'm going to use some terms that you probably haven't. You heard. Be, at
0: some point, you will be using the phrase "It's like radio, but on the internet." I it's
1: like, like it. radio, but it's on the internet. It's of, yeah, it's um, on the
0: internet, and it's kind of like radio. It's but it's Zelda not really diverse.
1: on the internet. If you understand, you can download it. On the, It's
0: via the internet. It would be easier if I just played this song for you on the ukulele.
1: I could oh. I could download it to your phone right Do now. Do you remember oh. the guy from Jeopardy? Oh. But know not the other fun. guy from Jeopardy. That phone doesn't have this capability. But listen, okay, if yeah. if we got you a phone, I I want to put you at
0: ease, Ms. Banker. So, I want to put you at ease. Mm-hmm. This is going to be good for everybody. I have a foot in life. A yeah, foot in life. And I do uh, uh, via internet radio.
1: But I think in the next day or two, she's going to have this real estate uh, uh, this real estate transaction is going to come to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. And I don't know <clears throat> I wish that I could be more of a like. Uh, I wish that I could say, "Hang on, mom. You know, like hold my beer while I mm. solve this real estate problem." But of course, without my mom, <laughs> I wouldn't know what a what a ten ninety nine was. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm producing all this stuff. And uh, frankly, Ken Jennings has been great because he knows where the he actually has file folders where he puts papers. And so So when I'm
0: like, so he he retains them, and then he can find them again if he needs them through some kind of an organizational system. It's paper for paper,
1: yeah. yeah, And he he says things like, "I sent you that email on Tuesday." Oh, and is he right? Wow. Okay, let me go see. He he did it, and he remembered it, and he he remembered
0: the day. That's that's a mental folder.
1: Sometimes you, you, you go to Tuesday and you look through and there's like, sure enough, there was an email from Ken. Oh, sure enough, it's the one I was looking for. Wow. How would he know? And then he says something like, well, it's a, there's a search function to your email. Huh. Uh, you can put in keywords and stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh okay, 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 okay. I'll write that down. And then I don't write it down. Huh. But uh, but demonstrating that you know demonstrating that Omnibus was actually a business demonstrating that uh, that Dan Benjamin is is in business in some way that's mm. that is a mm. definable mm-hmm, note mm-hmm. you know yep, yep. Um, it's all been really a challenge. I mean, <laughs> if you if you it's like a combination of like provable money, yeah,
0: understanding and. Sort of credibility. So if you can come in there, you can drop down at whatever and go like, listen, I made I made ten and a half million dollars last year, and the government knows that. Like here it is. This is the thing. Like that's gonna remove most obligations. They may like hold it up to the light, like a hundred dollar bill, make sure it's got the the seal and stuff like that. But really, I mean, it's it's really more like I feel like there's a creeping understandable creeping skepticism the more things that aren't a piece of paper that says $10.5 million. The further you go down that, and you go, no, 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 actually, I actually did pretty well. Did this and this and this. But then you have to explain it. It's like, why are you explaining? You're explaining to somebody to... Be- I know this sounds nuts. I've been facing this since the 1990s in trying to, quote, unquote, explain my job. I like whatever the fuck it is that I do is great, except for when I have to explain it to somebody, and especially when I have to explain it to somebody where they have no interest or domain knowledge of that. Yes, you know what I mean. And it's like yes. it sounds like you're being a douche, but like that's why you end up saying stuff like it's like internet, but on the radio, and we sell ads. Like you, you have to get to get to jump to the chase.
1: But even sell ads, it's like most most people that work in businesses that sell ads, they don't directly profit from selling ads.
0: Well, because if you say you know, like you you have to you have to like if you can pin it to something and go like oh. Uh, you could say something like, oh, have you ever seen uh, this show? I, I, God, I'm so into this show. I just started watching it last night. Have you seen the show The Other Two about the brother and sister of the YouTube sensation? Yeah. Well, I'm the, I'm the uh, second unit assistant manager on that, which means – you know what I mean? If you have something where you can pin it to reality – but you going like, you remember that one guy whose name you forgot from Jeopardy? I do an internet radio show with him. And that's one of the ways I make money. One of the ways, what are the other ways? I mean, you like fix pots and pans. You're like, Jesus, fuck.
1: It's yeah, like, I'm, a, I'm a tinker. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> I'm a ceramicist. <laughs> check, out, check out my online store, Tinker's Dam, well, a place no, for ceramics. Here's, here's the nutty thing. Right. The nutty mm. thing is that banks try to manage their risk by not looking at what you made last year because that could be anything. You could be you could have just sold everything you own in the last 6 months and it looks like you're you're mm. a millionaire. Okay. It yeah, looks yeah. like you make a you're a thousandaire. You make $1,000 a week selling yep. stuff on online. No, they go back and they look at your tax returns for the last 3 or oh, years I see. or so. And so I don't know if you remember the financial panic I was in in 2019. Because Omnibus wasn't making any money. Oh right. Friendly right, right. Fire wasn't making any money. As you, uh, you and I both know how much money Roderick on the line makes. Yeah. Um, which is not putting anybody into a house. We have aspirations to become hundredaires. <laughs> and and of course roadwork, like I don't know. Does yeah. anybody listen to roadwork? I mean, yeah. if you're if you're out there, uh, yeah. if you're out there, blink once.
0: Yeah. There's probably a spreadsheet for it
1: somewhere. Yeah. So, uh,
0: so I don't don't want to know, John, I don't want to, that's, that's the ironic part. And this is what's, this is Holden Caulfield comes into your bank. You're talking to Ms. Banker and MX Banker, and you come in there and like, I'm fucking Holden Caulfield. It's like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to know the stats on any of this stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm avoidant about certain kinds. Well, no, because like, you know, if there's a flow, but like, what am I going to do? I'm going to get into arguments with people about download counts. Mm. No, thank you. you you. Hard
1: pass. No ass on that i don't have to explain that to mx banker but for me the last few years has been a real roller coaster right because in 2019 i was having anxiety attacks i had i had a i had turtles i was walking around i was you were seeking aloha i feel like i was seeking aloha i was yelling at jesse thorne on the phone all the time i remember that and then in the then in 2020 no i'm this is 2018 that was happening right and then in 2019 all of a sudden, Friendly Fire was making money, and Omnibus was making money a little bit, you know. And I was like, and, and uh, the the Turtles had 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 uh, had brought promise. Now, now the Turtles you know? are swimming with you, am I right? The Turtles were swimming with me, and I was like, wow! All I had to do was just yell at people on the phone for an, uh, for a solid year, yeah. And like and breathe into a paper bag every evening. You're Robert De Niro. To, you got go to go talk to Maury.
0: Maury's Maury's getting a little bit cute about it. Yeah. you know you say fuck you pay me fuck you pay me you go in there and you say to maury you know hard or easy buddy you got money for these goddamn commercials
1: but then since january uh, whatever the the whatever friendly fire i had gotten up to so it was a job and then it's fucking gone and then the patreon shows up over here and then there's this guy over here we got no soup we got no soup Mm -hmm. and so and i'm sitting in this banker's office and he's like show me your show me your tax returns from 2019 and i'm like you, these are not representative of what has happened from 2018 to the present. Like, and he's like, I don't care because he's used to dealing with somebody that made some money in 2018, 19, 20, 21. And I'm like, between 2018, where these tax returns, what uh, the story these tax returns are telling about 2018 yeah. and yeah. the present, I have been through seven financial realities. And, but I'm also here to tell you that I am a stable individual. Mm-hmm. who is making a, a reliable and stable income so that I can sign on this loan for my 87-year-old mother to live in Burien, literally across the street from the lesser of the two Italian restaurants. Mm. Could she see it Could you see it from her notional front she window? It. She can sit in on her balcony and watch the 4th of July parade, Merlin. Wow, she can sit there. Really? She can see the accessible library to the left, the newly That's accessible gonna library. That's going
0: to be like having an apartment during the Macy's parade. Yeah. You're going to have a place to go. And, I mean, maybe, I don't know if you want to get on the roof. She's probably not going to get on the roof. But you would you would be able to see. You would be able to see the, the rocket's red glare, the, the freedom walking by.
1: This is just – it's a one-bedroom apartment, but it's on mm. the top floor. So, oh, Is there an elevator? There's an elevator. You can oh, see the Oh, that sounds airport. nice, John. It's huh. nice you can watch the airplanes land. Hmm.
0: And I don't want you to upset, but I'm already – okay. Um, but, okay, so – but it's, it's high enough up that she's got a little bit of a view maybe.
1: Oh, she's got a view. She can see the mid century modern furniture store. Oh, like that place is great. Yeah, it's nice. You yeah. look okay. over there, you see it. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> so um so we're really hoping that all this is gonna happen. But where'd you leave it with uh with the the, the bank person? Where what well, I got a little Did they say something like we'll do the best we can? Or well, or so they came back okay. at the end of last week and they said the underwriters say that they can't do it. Mm. And I said, Well, Here's what I said. Okay. I said I said you're a mortgage broker, and the implication is that you broker the. I mortgage. see. It's right there on the tin. Do your job, sir. Broke this. Yeah, and he's like, well, ever since the financial crisis of 2008, mm-hmm. um, uh, we we're not allowed to do anything fun anymore. And I hearken back to the mortgage that I got mm. in 2007, where I walked into the guy's office with a sheaf full of papers and he said I don't need to see those papers. It's on podcasts
0: that I've heard, sorry, internet radio shows that I've heard. It got real it got to where they say it is said that you could go in there and you could do basically no credit check but also no income check. That's according to internet radio shows I've heard. That's part of the problem. Of course you get into the bundling and all that stuff. Go see the big short. It's really good. But like the the whole thing was that they were just giving out like six six digit loans to people who not only couldn't show
1: that they could pay it back, but literally could not pay it back. Well, it wasn't just that. I, I mean, I got this loan in two thousand and seven. I yeah. had because because I had to had, a song on The O C, hmm. and I had another song in a, a Fiat Cooper Mini? Ad we or in Mini Cooper.
0: Was that yeah? Was so, it? So, there was a couple hmm. of
1: things. There was that one from Miller Beer where they gave me the money. They they went all the way through the production, and then they were like, "Actually, we're going in a different direction. We're going to be more emo or whatever." But they had to pay me because oh, they the did.
0: Uh, but we, in my business, we used to call that uh, either buyout. We called it a kill fee. Kill like, fee. There's except, a certain except, amount of money. Did they have to pay the full amount?
1: The full amount. It's fucking they paid yes. The full amount. So I could make a twenty percent down uh down payment on a on a four hundred thousand dollar house in they should, they should show your credit as a moving average as a
0: moving average over 30 years like i love their 30-year mortgages how about a 30-year moving average where every quarter it updates but like you mm. get a sense of this is the velocity of of my not just my finance but my existence
1: i think they do do that i guess my bank sent me a thing and they were like want to know your credit score?" that just seems like, like a bunch I'm of not, bullshit not really But uh, but at the time
0: before before the Big Short,
1: I sat in that guy's office and he had like a guitar on a stand in the corner of his giant corner office and he was like, "Listen, you're putting twenty percent down on this house." I'm going to recommend against that. I think you should be buying a house that's twice this expensive. Oh, you can put 5% down. We'll get you a, a balloon mortgage that comes to, you know, and the interest <laughs> rates are going to be. You know,
0: well, you know, you're looking for the security of, of a house and like investment in your life. We found all kinds of ways we can fuck that way up. Oh, he was so excited And create an uncertain, a really uncertain house poor future for you. What do he I believed. need to do to put you into this
1: ill-advised mortgage? He believed that if I bought an eight hundred thousand dollar house oh, at that point in time. Me. Oh my god. That that oh god. I, I would that just in appreciation alone, yeah. two years later I would be a millionaire. Nobody loses what, money on real estate, you know? Why did I hate money? Is his question. And I was like, Look, I have twenty percent down for a thirty year mortgage and that's what I want. I just want to put twenty percent down on yeah. a thirty year mortgage. And Isn't he was this fairly like, fairly well, standard, John.
0: Isn't that standard. there was a time in San Francisco during well I don't even I don't follow this shit anymore because it's it's all horse shit. But during the boom, the first boom, the bubble, bubble boom, yeah. Uh, yeah, bubble. you know, you tried to buy a place like near the panhandle, or like someplace like in a central neighborhood that's that's kind of cool and you know. Um I think 20% was kind of table stakes. I feel like it the barrier to entry got higher financially. 20% seems like a good amount. And I think it, that one of the revolutions over the past 100 years is the change after after Roosevelt, say what you mm. will, but after those 100 days, well, there's a lot of stuff to change. Not all of it advantaged the, the black people, but one thing was that you could get more stuff with with a down payment rather than needing to go buy a house outright. That There was ways that they were improving lending and stuff like that, and that was lending. a democratizing uh, thing, right? You're a veteran. You get a VA loan. You get a FHA loan you can get all the letter
1: loans is that yep. still is it still like that today is 20% table stakes for that time what what they <clears throat> what they did there was a within a year of when i bought my house before where 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 i'd been encouraged to buy a house that was twice as large
0: you you um, bought half that but it's a, we're talking about the farm here
1: the farm. Okay. A, uh, a year later, I would not have been able to buy the farm or any house for any amount of money. If I had been, if hmm. I'd had cash, they would have turned it down. Um, it, was, it got so tight, and people like me and you that have uh, an income that is from internet radio, mm-hmm. uh, banks were just like, no, no thanks. Nope. Nope. If I don't you, understand it, it necessarily makes this more risky. Yeah, right. And you can just rent, or you can go mm-hmm. fuck yourself. As far as we're concerned, because yeah, we're a fuck bank. Yourself. That's and, free. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Washington Mutual dried up and blew away. So mm. uh, among others, uh, but that might be they acquire was that Wachovia? Maybe who bought no, them? They fell, they they all fell apart. They, you know, Wait, you well, Wamu's gone, gone, completely gone. <sighs> That's why everything's Chase now, huh? Yeah, well, and and Chase bought the remaining asset assets of Wamu, including they bought my old. Uh, Seattle uh, First National Bank. Um, you know my my account
0: number. Oh boy, I just uh, went through pre- that. I just went through <laughs> that with my internet bank, and it, it was not very smooth. No,
1: it's Oh God! So it's going to be okay. very
0: exciting. Okay, so mom, so you're going to find out. We don't want to get as you say or Susan says over our skis on this, but it mm-hmm. is hoped that if everything works out, this will be something where your mom will get to live in Burien. But and that's close enough to where you are that it will afford the sort of close relationship that you would you would love to maintain with
1: her. It was that right? It would be it would be wonderful. Like for instance, this morning, last night, mm-hmm. uh, we were down in Oregon <clears throat> over the weekend. Uh, last night we came home, and uh, there was this guy that came around my daughter's mother's house, like you know, kind of like showed up during COVID, knocked on the door, like, "Hey, do you need your windows washed?" And he was definitely like. Uh, he was pretty cracky. Okay. But uh, my daughter's mother is a soft touch, and she was like, I do need my windows washed. And so all of a sudden uh, – Pretty soon you're going to have a Gary-type situation. Yeah, we got a junkie wash <laughs> in the windows. And I'm like, ah. But you know, you're the homeowner, uh-huh. and I'm just kind of – I don't just really want here. him looking in here for 45 yeah. minutes. I'm, I'm sitting on the, on, the, on the couch doing a crossword puzzle, yeah. and, uh, you know – so he he would come around every once in a while. He's he's uh, you know he's one of these industrious crackies who You'll um, love to see that yeah yeah he's making you know he's he's got a habit but he's making money. He's trying to he's not burglaring you know he's going to the pawn shop. He's getting his uh, eighty dollar prosumer pressure washer out of Hawk. He goes around he pressure washes everybody's he half assed pressure so washes. So funny everybody's the word pressure
0: thing. washer is in my notes from today. I wanted to talk about leaf blowers and pressure washers. Because oh, I just what? discovered YouTube pressure washer videos. Oh, it, star- started, like it started out things. with a, a, a Polish man who cleans rugs slowly. And what, watch people. You ever get that internet? You ever? I know you're not online anymore. Not online. You ever go YouTube and see
1: stuff where people clean stuff? Uh, uh, there was a while there were some women that I knew were like, "Oh yeah, I watch those pimple popping videos." And I was, oh, absolutely I do not. And so I went and looked, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, no, well,
0: this, no, 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 no." But the, po- the concentric- Polish man cleaning rugs is. Uh, I think they're a little long. I think he could tighten it up. But yeah. I, was, I was feeling proud of myself because in the last three the last few days, there's three different things I realized I don't need. And that made me feel good about myself. I thought to oh. myself, huh, I should get a leaf blower. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't need a leaf blower. That's horrible. No, you, you hate leaf blowers. And I said, you're you right. Don't. I hate leaf. The other one was I should get a pressure cleaner. And my lady says, you know, we can just rent one of those. And I said, well, let's rent yeah. one of those. I want to no. do that. I, wanna, I don't want to make a video of it. I'm not a monster. But no. like that made me feel good about myself.
1: Well, in this case, I think that uh, my daughter's mother slash partner was feeling good about herself, keeping the local junkie, uh, yeah. in, you know, in, in his uh, cups. I
0: mean, if, well, you know, it's, you know, you we I, you know, my theory on this, which is I adopt. I have an adopted person. I adopt a person.
1: Yes. Larry. But it, La- Larry
0: is my adoptee and has been for years. And I give him a certain denomination of Bill every time I see him. And uh, but, you know, but in this case, she, she's she's doing I mean, like, hey, this is hakuna matata. Good for everybody. Let's get cracky on these windows.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, he mm. came by at some point and was like, hey, can you know, I need pressure washer walk. And she was like, oh, sure. And he was like, I'll be right back. And then he disappeared for six days. Never heard from him. And mm. then when we were in Oregon, he just showed up unannounced at her house. We were in this country and not available. Oh, did you, via did you use internet. an inter-
0: internet doorbell to see it or something?
1: Well, no. He my my sister was staying at the house. He okay. shows up and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm here to pressure wash the thing." And my sister's like, "I guess, okay, whatever." So he does this cracked out pressure wash, <laughs> and then we get down. <laughs> okay. We get back. To, Is that affect his performance, John? In this case, yes. Okay, uh, you're, get, uh, you're getting a, remote
0: reports from Susan about. Well, no, the, we the, hadn't the heard about out. it at
1: all until we got home, and there was a um, there was a. There was a, uh, an invoice on the table that was all in this uh, cracky scribble that was like, I pressure washed your, your thing. And sounds it like was a four- Dickens character. Yeah. Cracky, cracky scribble. scribble. It was 400 bucks. he's, <laughs> Hello, he's <governor>. invoicing. <laughs> and then he says, he leaves his number and he's like, I need to be paid immediately. Sure. Um, you know, uh, very important. Yeah, this is probably not a fellow who says, take your time. Well, and so, and my, you know, if I had been the first one in the door and had seen this invoice, I would have gone, oh yeah, okay, well, I'll wait for you to call me. But of course, daughter's mother uh, is like, oh, you know, this is 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Huh. She's like, oh, he, uh, he says he needs it right away. You know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll text him and tell him I can get it to him tomorrow. But she doesn't say this out loud. She just does it. If oh. she'd said it out loud, oh. I would have said, no, 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 don't text him now. Text him tomorrow when you're going to give him the money tomorrow. So she hey, texts you, you,
0: you don't want to create a, an
1: expectation, or a... no? Don't create a situation with a junkie after dark. And so she texts him, and he immediately texts her back. <laughs> minute, and he's is like, that "Rule number one. Say that that's again. Rule number one. What is it? Never, <laughs> never, never create a situation with a junkie after dark." Okay.
0: <laughs> so, seems... you know, John, that really seems like that could be true in a lot of in a lot of times and places.
1: One hundred percent. Do yeah. not. Do not. Poke the bear, right? And so I used to say he, this about business stuff
0: because you go out with your friends, and well, well, so person like me you go out with your friends. You end up talking about whatever you're having drinks, and I, 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 didn't socialize this widely enough to have it be like a thing that I'm known for. It's no man's assumption, but, uh, but, I, but I did, I did often say, you know, hey, you know, I'm this, is, this is fun. But, like, business conducted in a bar is not business. Business conducted – I mean, I guess if maybe if you're a shaker and a roller and a cracky, a midnight toker maybe. But, like, for me, it's like none of this happened in an actual – we're having fun, right? We're having fun. We're hanging out. We're doing things. You know, we're, we're painting the moon. But, like, this isn't really a thing until we talk about it in the cold light of day, not in a bar. And I think that's a more professional way to say, like, this is great. Here's our numbers, right? And in this instance, you're saying, like, do not – do not encourage the cracky to (laughs) don't release the cracky in such a way that he's going to start thinking that it's pretty normal to have business calls at 10 o'clock about an invoice while they're out of town.
1: This is the problem because he says, I'll be over in 10 minutes. And so she comes into the room and she's like, Oh no, this guy and I don't want him over here. And you know, and I'm living in my own house now. I was Uh about to head out the door to go home. And she's like, there's this, you know, and, and I'm only vaguely aware of this guy. I've only heard of him kind of, and I'm like, wait a minute! You've got a crackhead coming over here at 10 o'clock at night, and she's like, he it's wants. Like vampire. You know, he style, says he needs the money right in, now, and I can't. Yeah. I told him I can't do. I'll pay him tomorrow, and he's like, no, he needs it now. It's ri-. and he in his text he said it will be really bad for me if I don't get it tonight.
0: Oh no, I hate this. Now and is so she, she like, going to be the mustache Peter and step up here and say, uh, yeah, that's no good, boss. Here, here it is in uh, in fives.
1: The problem is that she is not. She does not want to get on the bad side of a of a crackhead at ten o'clock at night, and so I go out and I I look at that's the the corollary. Yeah, I, I look at the patio, and I see that it has that that it is what we call a junkie job. Where he did he did he did buy a pressure washer? <laughs> he, at a did a store. he did a chunky
0: job. That's your grade. There's no there's no box line on Yelp for that to tick off. No, it's right? just
1: like no uh-huh. no no
0: no. Did and great so he, replacements. Found the right items. This okay. is not a four
1: hundred dollar job. This is not a two hundred dollar job. You know, oh, like boy. you you came you came when we weren't home and you worked for a couple of hours on this and now you're invoicing her for four hundred dollars because you because he feels like he's got a live one, and so. She had written a a check and put it in an envelope and I was like, listen, Uh we can't do this. This cannot be the relationship that this guy thinks he has with you. So I said, you know, you go in, you know, put baby to bed. You go to – you go look at your phone and I'll deal with this. And so I sat on the front steps. And the what guy you, drives you remember
0: what, you, what were you wearing? Do you remember?
1: Oh, yeah. I was wearing an Aloha shirt and some striped uh, shorts because I had just come from Oregon. And that's, you know, what you wear in what Oregon. What you wear in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And he gets out of the car and he's, you know, and it's dark. And we're having this exchange kind of in the dark. He comes up the steps and he's like, "Uh, hey. And I'm like, hey. Hmm. Oh, here's the thing. He left the pressure washer in the backyard. Hmm. Uh, kind of halfway across the patio where he had stopped working at some point. He didn't finish the job.
0: John, I'm trying to evolve, but this sounds like a, like a serious classic junkie job.
1: It's a bad situation. Yeah. And he said, um, hey, and, and I said, uh, let's go down and get your stuff and get your pressure washer and stuff and and, and, uh, and have it, have you pack it up. And he said, have you got the envelope with the check? Oh and I said, God. I've got your money, but we need to get your stuff and get you out of here. Yeah, there's an order of operations for business. I'm starting with the I mean, what are you gonna
0: say to this guy? And I've been that guy. I've been the like, no, seriously, I cannot wait ninety days for this payment. Like it's extremely important. The next time the phone rings, it could be really bad. Like I, I, I know I've done people. Like I'm a dunner. I done. But like yeah. but like the order of operations is not like you dive into this like I don't know. It's just – but you're – why am I saying this? I'm saying this, John, because you're expected to participate in this fella's personal pantomime where you're supposed to go, yeah, you're, you're, a, you're a good pressure cleaner and stuff. And, like, we cannot wait to give you envelopes full of cash and we should probably start doing this weekly. It's like who knows what's going on in that fella's head. We all have our own little, you know, seven-sided lighthouse made of dreams that we like to pressure clean. And you no, don't want to create going the wrong on inside impression. Of his head.
1: What's going on inside of his head is that he's a junkie and he needs to get high right now. He wants to get he high right $100 now. Or $400 to his dealer or something. Does he, he think he's pulling it off? Does if he, he does owed he $400 he to his dealer, okay. he would have already pawned the pressure washer that afternoon. It's like right? sell, he, selling your trumpet. I get it. He left the pressure washer so he he doesn't owe money to somebody violent. Okay. Or the pressure washer would be gone a long time ago. Okay. He's just trying to get cash money yeah. so he and his girlfriend can get high. And this is the plan. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a plan. And the problem is that he, he
0: told her he'll get the money.
1: No problem. And he probably said yeah. to her and you get the money. No not, problem. You can't argue with a junkie because a junkie is in the business of arguing. Because oh. they're constantly rationalizing to everybody, like, no, 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 I didn't steal your lamp. I just borrowed it and I'm going to bring it back. And uh, why are you always picking on me? We, like, we, I, was, I life, always we, said I was going to bring the lamp back. I just, I took know, it to I a know. Well, you know what it is, John? You gave think me 50 bucks for it. We all get
0: this, but especially junkies and a cracky and like nothing. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't mean that we're having fun with these words. But the truth is, everybody in life in America believes that the bad shit in their life. Is mostly because of bad timing and misunderstandings. Yeah. Bad, or bad luck, if you want to put it that way, right? In this case, he's got a reason for everything.
1: You know well, and what I mean? The, 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 pro- the problem with being uh, in recovery is that you know too much and mm. there are. Oh, also- it's like you, when you've
0: been a waiter, like you know bad service. And in this case, you know, you know cracky uh, obtainment uh, journeys.
1: And I can't save him. At Uh-oh. 10.30 at night when he shows up at yeah. my daughter's mother's house demanding money for a job nobody asked him to do that he did while we were gone and that no, there's no oversight over. And I'm looking at it with the light from my phone at 10 o'clock because it's the first I've heard of it and trying to say – You're like, still in your Oregon clothes, John. Well, and the thing is that a journeyman carpenter, a union carpenter in Seattle makes $25 an hour. So a union carpenter – Would have to work on this project for two straight business days Mm -hmm. to have it be worth four hundred dollars. This guy, with his with his you know, one horsepower pressure washer is not gonna get eighty bucks an hour, whatever he thinks he's gonna get for this for the three hours he spent on this. So but so I'm in the backyard, and he's got he's coiling up his stuff, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, just blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Listen, Did he drive there? Do you have like a pickup or something?" How oh no, down? he had a car. His girlfriend's in the car. She's his she's in got the, car. the she's got the passenger seat leaned all the way back, and she's uh, looking sure. At her What's phone.
0: late? It's late. But he said to her, he probably said to her, "You know, uh, I'll take care of this." Yeah, this will be uh, uh, this will be real quick. This, one, this one's on me. Yeah.
1: And so I said, "Look, I'm going to give you two hundred dollars in cash, and you are going to not ever come back here." You're not going to come knock on the door and offer to wash the windows. You're not going to, you're not going to have any contact with the house anymore. You're not going to come to the neighborhood anymore Hmm. because this situation where you did this job without, without a bid, without prior authorization, and then invoice for $400 for a, for a $120 job isn't going to happen again. You're not going to come around here at 1030 at night. Mm-hmm. and he starts going, oh, well, all it, all it needs to do, I just need to broom it off. Like, uh, it's all clean. I just need to broom it. He's, he's broom like, it off. Trying to, okay. He's trying to grab for a broom, and I'm like, no, no, no. It's 1030 on a Sunday. You're not going to broom it off. Like, we're, you're moving on. Here's $200. And he's arguing, and he's going this way. He's going, Dude, take way, the he's money going that go.
0: way. Take the money. I and mean, you even gave him the, you gave him the Susan Roderick dignity option. But he's invested. Do you know what I mean, in, though? Like you're giving him the opportunity store. to be dignified about this and say, oh, he could even say, oh, I'm sorry it didn't work out, but uh, I appreciate the work. And he could, he could no, go. They,
1: this is the thing. The lady behind me here is going to argue that she's never thrown a single thing over the fence into my yard. She's going oh, to argue boy. it until she dies of choking on the garbage. She's going she to say shit like sometimes they party back there. Like yeah, that's anything people, but a non sequitur. People are crazy and uh. people on drugs are crazy. And so he's going back and forth with me, and I'm just like I'm doing the thing where I'm just like guiding him up the stairs. Like, nope, yeah. you're not going to broom it off. You're not going to come back tomorrow. We're not going to talk about this. I'm not going to text you. You're not going to text me. I'm going to give you $200 in cash, and I'm never going to see you again, and you're never going to see me again. And the whole the whole thing is just like as as somebody who also is in a situation where in a completely different set of conditions i could be sitting with this exact same guy and saying yes. listen man the the day you quit drugs is the hardest day but the next day you will feel slightly saner and there's you're you're a young guy still like it seems hopeless now mm-hmm. but like but through a program of recovery you know you're gonna have this, this, sorry situation. this is going through your
0: head as like ha- having been somebody who's lived in a, in a van with a uh, extension cord, like you, you, you. I don't know, sympathize, empathize. You've been in a situation like that, and you're very much in a there-but-for-the-grace-of-God-go-I kind of situation. Well, in, your sure, head, he, in your head, you're thinking,
1: he, he, I want to, He does uh, a hand wave at one point, point. he's like, well, you don't understand what it's like to work oh, for does a listener you because ah. you're... You're, no, he's 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 uh, he's spinning, right? He's like you're you're a guy that lives in this fancy neighborhood, and so you don't know what it's like to have to. Mm. And I was like, you know, mm-hmm. you don't you don't know what I know, but also, you know, you don't know whether I know what it's like or not. But like, he that's brought a knife to a a John Roderick Roderick fight. He has no. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to. No, gonna we're talk done. About we go two hundred dollars. Sakuna. You're, this is not a. It's not an argument. It's not a negotiation. <sighs> and so, you know, so. Off he goes, you know, full of uh, full of conviction that he is that he has put in sixteen hours of work on this thing, <laughs> and he and he charged, charges fifty dollars an hour, and so then my daughter's mother says, "Well, you can't go home to your house tonight. Like, what if he comes back? What if what if he?" No, comes no, no. Back I I learned this from MASH. I learned this from
0: MASH when they steal the wine from Winchester and they're like, "Oh, we got to go." He says, "No, but if you if you just stole a case of wine, like what's the first thing you would do?" Remember that episode? Realize that they can go and get their stuff back cuz the guys in a little while are probably going to be drunk. In this case, unless you pegged this guy super wrong, he, the last thing he's going to want to do is is come back for some kind of Manson-style Manson family retribution. He's he's got yeah. things to imbibe, correct?
1: he doesn't want anything to do with me anymore for sure. But in order to make everybody feel comfortable, I spent the night there mm-hmm. at the house. Um, it's in like the, old in, times, John and what had formerly been my bedroom and is now the, the sparsely decorated mid-century spare bedroom, guest bedroom at the house. And so, you know, so I'm there and I'm, and I'm doing some perimeter checks. You know, every time there's a bump, I get up and I go sure. outside and I, you know, walk around. Well, so this morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, my phone rings. Oh, it's no. my mom. She says, where are you? What? And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I stayed over here last night for reasons I won't get into. And she's like, one of your trees fell in the middle of the street. A giant tree fell in the middle of the street. It's blocking the road. Wait, 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 Here's a tree a, from your property from my property oh, fell shit. in the night and is blocking the whole main road of the town. Oh my and God. I was like, Oh, I'll be right there. So I jump <laughs> up, I drive over here. Sure enough, this tree, and I knew it. And I'd talked to the city about this tree and you know, the neighbors and I had talked about this tree. There was this tree that every time somebody in a, in a box truck that was going too fast, went through the town, he would, you know, the, the box would would break through some branches, and this tree was leaning and it looked it was looked like it was gonna take out the fire the the power lines. Oh no. It's like it was a forty foot tall tree that was really in trouble, and it was in trouble like above my pay grade, but also by a quirk of zoning fate, and you know how much we like to talk about zoning.
0: We have to. I mean, it really, it's if you, you don't understand America until you understand
1: zoning. Well, the city, when they when they laid out the plats. Oh boy, here we go again. They laid it out with rights of way that <gasps> are We're back to the egress, John. Yeah, well, that are much wider than the roads. Okay. And <gasps> so the, the right of way Oh does it enc- extended the tree? It encompassed the tree. No the right, shit. The right of way went to like one it was never your eat. tree, John. No, it never was. It was never your tree. It was one a, it was a pre-platted tree. <gasps> and so I okay. show up and, and there's a whole city crew here. Okay. And I, I walk over to the foreman and I'm like, so what time did this tree fall? <laughs> and he said, the first call I got about it was one in the morning, mm. but I wasn't going to do anything about it. So I sent somebody out to put like some caution tape around it. And uh, everybody in the everybody in the neighborhood can just go around it if they... You know, it's oh. one in the one AM. i I'm, okay. I'm not going to. I'm not going to have eight guys out here with chainsaws at one in oh. the morning. Like, which is worse? Yeah, I was like, hmm, good point. One of my cracky sprayer. Come on. Yeah, and the thing is, I wouldn't have known. I'm not sure if I was in the house. I mean, I definitely would have heard it, and I would have gone out. You would have heard the thud, but I bet you especially would have heard a
0: crack. I All bet the there's some cr- cra- cra- Oh, sorry, again with the crack. But you know, cracking sound. Unless, unless it's like our neighborhood with these fucking invasive exotics and the goddamn eucalyptus tree and their six inch deep roots, which is some bullshit. What kind of tree was it, John? And I know it's not your tree, but what was what country kind of
1: was it? Do you remember? It is uh It was a. I think uh, mm-hmm. we talked about it, including the city arborist, and we were all like, "Is it the a?" The city will-? arborist was there. City arborist. Did they get a special vehicle like a fire chief? Uh, he had chaps. You're saying that, like cowboy pants. He had cowboy pants and a hard hat, and they not wait not waiters. Uh, nope, chaps, leather. They chaps. had no ass. Uh, nope, because he had jeans on under him. Damn. But uh, but I, one of the best things about it was watching the city produce larger and larger chainsaws as the day wore on, because at first they were out there with their little handheld, you know, the chainsaws that you would get. Basically, at the checkout next to the M&Ms, you're like, I'll take Hmm. two M&Ms and I'll take this chainsaw. And then a guy came up in a truck and he's like, I found these chainsaws that were that were 12 inches long. And then somebody else drove up and they were like, I've got a, you know, a a two foot chainsaw. And I'm like, you're still not enough of a chainsaw. This is the West. Right. So there. So we know chainsaws or at least you've seen chainsaws. Yeah, and uh, and I keep waiting for them to show up with the with the big dogs, and then eventually somebody did come I, up. One well, thing I just lost in the lights a little Three's bit. Left. So, it, but
0: so, but in in thinking about, sorry, just re- re- rewinding a little bit, you knew you yeah. had talked to the city about this, and you knew that it touched upon some interesting things, not just necessarily with zoning or easements, but like you were concerned, obviously, like you know the box trucks go by, like how do we deal with that? It sounded like you'd mentioned something where it might be might have been entangled with wires, but it didn't bring down wires.
1: So how, great, how did that happen? The great thing is, a month ago, there was a guy in a reflective vest with Oakley blades on standing out in front of my house looking at something with a clipboard. Yeah. And I went out and I was like, hey there, fella. And he's like, hey, <laughs> and I said, uh, hey, while we're standing here, what about this tree? Seems a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. As long as you're here, let's talk tree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seems seems like this tree's in a little bit of a, a precarious situation. Sure. And so a guy from the city with a clipboard and Oakley blades okay. looked up and down at the tree and said, well, guess we'll have to wait and see. Huh? So I had a little bit and that guy was at this project this morning. He was at the party. And he and I got the blades. He's, ba- he's back he's yeah, back. The ar- we, you got we, an arborist, you, you got that, that guy, sounds like quite
0: a cruise. City pulled manager,
1: together. the city manager was there. Somebody somebody I mean, really pulled together the super team here. It sounds oh like Oh yeah. Well he said that it was today was the first day of the summer hires. So they had four young guys that had just this was their first day on the job.
0: Oh, so if this were the and, movie, if this were a movie, this would be the like you know sort of like the first uh, first episode of Grey's Anatomy type situation where you go like oh, oh it's gonna be a hell of a day for you or like you know rescue me that kind of thing really like, oh yes. crazy I, first day to be working here going out to the right. old Roderick place and the arborist is go. gonna let's be get, there let's
1: get it done in be on your best behavior the arborist will be there it was very exciting it was shit and- yes. So at 7 at 7:20 in the morning I'm standing out there with my beer mug full of coffee supervising yeah. this situation where they are and the thing is the tree fell missed the power lines okay. missed the neighbor's mailbox missed the neighbor's flower beds What the All heck? the all the neighbors are standing around somehow this tree this giant tree perfectly placed itself in its final death swan dive Yeah perfectly placed itself right up the middle of the street where it blocked all traffic but hit nothing. What are the and chances, John? What What are the chances? I stood there just like marveling. Everybody that they, I bet by, they were marveling too. This is not their first rodeo. We were all marveling, it, and we all said to each other, "Couldn't happen. Couldn't have been better. Couldn't Couldn't be a the better hell of a first day, John. My goodness. They picked up the log. The guy at one point they had the log in the in the claw of the backhoe. The guy said, "Do you want this log?" Hmm. And I was like, "I don't think so." He was like, mm-hmm. I mean, for firewood or something? I mean, this log is like 15 feet long by five feet in diameter. The, That's the got to weigh hundreds for, of pounds. Yeah. And then he was like, I mean, I'll give you the log. And I was like, oh. I think it's you kind of sounds take like he it. wanted it. He wanted the log. Is he and a chipper? Or you think he's a chipper? Uh, They they had their own chipper and it was one of the it was an industrial chipper that you could throw a log the size of a mailbox in and it would turn. I would
0: totally watch that. Maybe he's also maybe like like my Polish rug cleaner. Maybe he's got a YouTube channel where he's like, can you believe this? Look at this. This is it didn't hit anything. This is my good luck tree, and that's why I make it into making it into this. I don't know. Like maybe maybe you could do like a sculpture of. of Warren G. Harding or something. Maybe you know I what get I mean? the
1: sense. Yeah. No, I don't think he's a chainsaw artist. I think that what mm. they do in the city is they take those big logs and they go use them to support some, you know, they put it in a bog somewhere in a bog. and it becomes, Oh, like yeah, like, it becomes, a, like, like it's a, sort
0: of an urban reef.
1: Yeah. It's an insect uh-huh. habitat or something. They do that oh, kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I see. You know what I mean? Like yes, I do. I do. It's it ends up being because there's like probably
0: a, somebody who like was an environmentalist in the 80s yeah. with a with, with like a Jonathan Colton beard who's a son, or like maybe maybe a little bit like uh, Mr. Hooper in Jaws, right? You got somebody who's like installed in a lot of those positions. Maybe I watched too many John uh, movies, John. But this, no, no, no. no this it seems like guy. you would station a Mr. Hooper there.
1: It's exactly the guy you're describing. The guy with the chaps had a uh, had a. Had a uh, Mr. Hooper beard, not Mr. Hooper was, from
0: uh, Sesame Street, but but I'm talking about the no, the great uh, what's his name Dreyfus.
1: Yeah, Hooper, uh, Mr. Hooper. Uh, Mr. Hooper.
0: Y'all know me. You know what I do for a living. To that? That's Quint because I want to be Quint.
1: <laughs> Listen, this was no boat accident. That's what oh, the guy said. A what? <laughs>